105 to 100, Lakers over the Indiana Pacers. I know uh, by saying big win, it doesn't sound like uh, that big of a deal because it's just the first game back from the All Star break. But I, I got to tell you, these are games you got to get. Um, you got to win games like this when Anthony Davis is not in the rotation, Alex Caruso left in the middle of the game. Uh, obviously, no Marcus All. So Lakers still still thin after the break. Uh, this is a good win for the Lake Show. You outscore the Pacers by 13 points in the fourth quarter. You play solid defense, really, in the second half. I mean, they gave up 46 points total in the second half, 25 in the third, 21 in the fourth quarter. So I, I just I kind of look at a game like this. You know, Michael and I talked about it in the pregame show. Um, Lakers have lost games like this before. They've lost against, you know, teams that uh, they should beat. And without Anthony Davis, you can lose any one of these games. But here's the reality. Nobody cares. Uh, none of these teams care that Anthony Davis isn't playing. They're going to try to, you know, obviously take complete advantage of the opportunity. Um, Lakers only have two games against the Pacers. A lot of these other teams that they're going to be playing the rest of the way, they're playing for the second time or maybe it's consecutive times. If they see an opportunity, they're going to try and take advantage of it. And um, with Anthony Davis – we know he's going to be out for at least another two weeks. Go take a quick look at the NBA standings. I mean, the NBA standings is no joke right now in the Western Conference, and I, I mention it because you don't have that much uh, margin of error. And all you're hoping for is that you stay right in the thick of things until Anthony Davis does come back. So Phoenix got a two-game – they got a one-game lead, but two in the loss column over the Lakers. Utah's got a three-and-a-half game lead on the Lakers. Clippers are sitting a half game behind. Denver's only sitting uh, two and a half games behind the Lakers. So you got a lot of teams just kind of stockpiled here in front of the Lakers and behind the Lakers. Um, that's why I kind of point to games like this. When I say it's a big win, what I'm referring to there is very, very simple. What I'm referring to is the mere fact that a game like this, you know, if you do drop it, you kind of start looking at the schedule. And none of these games are gimmies. The Pacers had lost five or six games going into the uh, All-Star break. So you got to kind of try to take advantage of it. They're beat up as well. They're missing some guys. Karis LeVert will come back for them tomorrow. Um, so TJ Warren is, uh, has been out, um, only played, I think, only four games this season. So uh, these are the type of games that you got to take advantage of. And when I said earlier that Kyle Kuzma put up AD type of numbers, he did. And... That's what they're going to need out of Kyle Kuzma. Not 24 and 13 every night. 17 points, 7 or 8 rebounds. That's probably what they need until AD comes back. Montrez Harrell, he's got to be 17 points, 9, 10 rebounds a night. Dennis Schroeder, he's got to pick up his play as well. Um, and at least, uh, at least tonight the Lakers found a way to do it. I'll look at LeBron, you know, LeBron for a quick second. And I've, I've talked about this, and I'll, I'll say it again because we hit it in the pregame show. I don't think anybody needed a break more than the Lakers. I really don't. Um, I think the Lakers were so dependent on getting some time off. And there's a lot of factors that come into play, whether the Lakers aren't fresh or just the mere fact that um, they had the shortest offseason in the history of the NBA. There are a few reasons why the Lakers, that break was so incredibly important to them. So the reason why I kind of hesitate for a quick second when I say, you know, games like this are so key, um, and players like Montrez and Dennis Schroeder and Kyle Kuzma, um, you kind of find the Lakers. I, I, I see LeBron tonight uh, ended up with 18 points, 
10 assists and 3 rebounds, played 34 minutes for the Lakers. Your hope is in the second half of the season that he's not doing everything on his own. That's your hope. That's the big thing that you're hoping for is that everything is not on LeBron James' back every single game, and it pretty much has been so far this year. But when I see Kuz outscore LeBron tonight, that's not something <laughs> we don't we don't look at the stat line. That doesn't happen often. Um, and, and you know, getting that type of help for LeBron James obviously not only makes his life easier, just makes the Lakers gives him such a better opportunity to win some of these games. Uh, I want to throw out the phone number, and then I want to read a couple tweets here. I appreciate everybody sending in their tweets. Phone number is eight seven 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 ten ESPN. You can give us your thoughts, obviously, on this Lakers W, Kuzma's performance, what you're expecting in the second half of the season. There's a bunch of topics that we can get into. Um, you could also hit me on Twitter, at Alan Sliwa. Uh, let me read off a couple of these here real quick. Ryan Schwartz says, probably a tougher game than it needed to be, but a W is a W. It was a huge game for Kuz, and I'm always thrilled when we get those. So the probably a tougher, uh, tougher game than it needed to be, but a W is a W. To be honest with you, that sounds more appropriate when we're healthy, when everybody's there. Gasol didn't play tonight. Caruso, we saw him. Um, it looked like he slipped, and I don't know if he hit his head on the back, but it definitely looked like whiplash, one of those types of situations. He went to the back. We'll hopefully get an update from Lakers head coach Frank Vogel. Uh, but I, I reference that because I don't think any of these games – are guaranteed W's. I just don't. You know, if you look at the Lakers schedule coming up here, they got. Uh, I'm opening up the uh, the schedule. We know we got. We know we got the Warriors coming up on Monday. Last game Lakers played the Warriors, they won by 26. You know what usually means in a game after that, the other team is going to be ready. Minnesota obviously Lakers should handle. Charlotte Lakers should handle. Atlanta Lakers should handle. But you're going to start getting the Phoenixes of the world, the Pelicans, the Philadelphia 76ers, the Milwaukee Bucks. They'll be tougher matchups in March, but nothing's a gimme when you're missing the amount of players that the Lakers have missed. I'll tell you what, Lakers were thin before the break. Lakers are still thin after the break, um, you know, not having some of these guys. So it's not like everything is just becoming that much easier until the Lakers get healthy. Uh, things will continue to be this way. So I, I, I do feel that kind of sitting where we're sitting right now and getting a win like this against the Pacers, and you know I, I get Ryan, uh, Ryan Schwartz, uh, his tweet, but the reality is I don't think there's going to be that many easy games as we progress through the season until the Lakers get healthy. That's the reality. Until the Lakers get healthy, I don't think uh, that's going to be the case. All right, we got uh, a couple things coming up. We'll take some of your phone calls. We'll read more of your tweets. Plus, we got Lakers head coach Frank Vogel. Lakers over the Indiana Pacers, 105-100. to 100. Appreciate you uh, tuning in. This is the Pizza Hut postgame show here on 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Ten seconds to go in the game. Brogdon to Sabonis. Stolen by KCP, and that should do it. 
He stole the inbounds pass, and Contavious Caldwell-Pope is now going to the free throw line with a chance to ice it for the Lakers. That's the one thing the Pacers couldn't do is turn it over, and they did. And you got to credit KCP, Michael, with an excellent defensive play. KCP with a big steal. Lakers with a big win, 105-100 to 100, the final score. The defensive play of the game is brought to you by Adriana's Insurance. Win and save on your auto insurance, and only Adriana's Insurance can guarantee it. We give you more options, unique offers, and exclusive opportunities to get the coverage you need at the best price. Visit SaveWithAdrianas.com today. Adriana's Insurance, more options, no contracts, just savings. So 105 to 100, here I am talking about Kyle Kuzma saving the day. Uh, KCP, obviously that's a a big defensive play for him and hopefully a a play that just continues to give him some type of, um, let's just say, uh, confidence. That would be the key for KCP on the uh, offensive side, but defensively he made it work right there. Uh, Let me read off one quick tweet here before we go to Lakers head coach um, Frank Vogel. Repeat SZN says, uh, I know he made the key defensive play in the end, but KCP has has got to take more shots. You know, something you know, Michael and I have hit on a couple different times. He was 2-for-6 from the field, 0-for-2 from the three-point line. Sometimes you just got to let it fly. Whether it's fallen or it's not fallen, eventually KCP is going to have to be in the mix of things. So hopefully that's going to be the case as we move forward. All right, here's uh, Lakers head coach Frank Vogel on the uh, five-point win over the Pacers. Hey, Frank, that first six minutes of the fourth quarter, uh, when you kind of flipped the lead around, what were the things you were seeing on both ends of the court? Well, we're getting stops. We're taking care of the ball. You know, I think those are the, the two biggest things. Uh, you know, their pressure uh, disrupted us some a little bit in the, in the first half. Uh, we talked about it in the last two days. Um, talked about how in previous games like this, uh, you know, sometimes it's um, a little disruptive in the first quarter, but we figured it out and we settled into uh, getting used to the, their pressure. And I thought we did that as the game went along, and, and that was indicative of that of that stretch right there. I think uh, in the fourth, it was huge for us, 15 points. Um, you know, made some uh, some defensive plays. Trez made some plays. Talent, DS, uh, Bron, you know, everybody contributed. Uh, in that fourth quarter, but we held him to 21 points and we took care of the basketball. Frank, that, that action that you were seeing with LeBron and Harold screen roll, and then it seemed like who's on the weak side. Uh, what, what was that something that was scripted or just LeBron noticing something and kind of going back to the well as it was working? Yeah, I mean, it's just a uh, just pick and roll action. You know, Bron and, and Trez are in that action often, and he's got targets uh, spotted up on the weak side, you know, on the strong side corner. Uh, we saw that they overhelp. Uh, he just he, he reads the help, and uh, you know, obviously, Trez is a dynamic finisher, bronze, identi- a dynamic attacker, and, and playmaker. And uh, he made some great reads during that stretch. All right, let's go to Kyle Goon. Hey, Frank, it looked like um, you know, you were trying to maybe limit LeBron's minutes a little bit using the rotations, and then. He kind of checks back in the fourth quarter, and and you guys immediately go on that run. Does that feel, you know, comforting, validating? Sort of, are you, uh, are you sort of expecting that LeBron to have that kind of pep just right after the All Star break? Uh, it's actually something we've done, uh, you know, coming into the break, uh, the, the final few games. Uh, we wanted to use a rotation where instead of him coming out at six and, and playing that normal rotation uh, with Anthony out. Uh, with Mark out, you know, maybe it makes sense to just look at uh, extending his third quarter, 
um, you know, playing them down toward the end uh, of that, and then you know, giving them the first couple minutes of the fourth uh, off, you know, and then bringing them in about the nine minute mark uh, to, to close the rest of the way. Um, you know, something we looked at, we, we liked it going into the week. Decided we're going to stick with it and see how it looks tonight. And uh, he was able to, to come back in fresh and help us close the game out. David Miniman. Right, two quick ones for you. First, uh, Anthony, what's your reaction to uh, the reevaluation news uh, and where he stands now? Yeah, you know, we anticipated it's going to be a, a little bit, a little bit of a buildup. Um, you know, once once we get back, so um, you know, we'll be patient. We'll continue to compete and win games, and uh, we'll all be very excited uh, when we finally get it back. And secondly, obviously, it's been such a um, year for Kuzma in terms of showing other parts of his game. We've talked about the defense, the steals, deflections, the offensive rebounding. Uh, what can it take? For him to be able to do both like he did tonight uh to score and do all those other things i mean that's what uh that's what we that's what we need from Coos. you know we need that, that type of uh, performance efficiency on both ends um you know on, on, a, on a consistent basis you know he's capable uh you know he's, he's shown uh, that he can really help us he helps us win the championship last year so you know he's one of our most important players and um you know it's my job to make sure we're putting him in the right position to succeed his role doesn't change if he if he starts or if he comes off the bench. And, um, you know, he's going to impact both sides of the ball. Hello, Hey, Frank. Uh, what, what's your understanding of the, of the AD update and what does the next phase of his return to play plan look like? Is he doing things on court going forward to test it out or what, 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 what's, what's the deal? Yeah, I, I really have to dive into to the details of that. You know, uh, I'm not sure what the specifics are yet, other than he's going to begin the, the build up, and um, you know, we're eager to get him back. Dan Wojcik, please. Frank, um, two quick questions. How's Alex after that? It was kind of a nasty spill, and then secondly, on that play, it looked like, even though he was able to stay in the game, it looked like Trez was kind of grabbing at his back a little bit too. I don't know if you had updates on either of those guys. Yeah, I didn't get anything on Trez. I think Trez is good to go. Uh, Alex obviously was not able to return. Uh, is not in the concussion protocol, but is still being evaluated uh, for concussion. Uh, but is not in the pro protocol currently. All right, we have time for two more. Let's go to you. Hey, Frank. Um, you guys had 54 points in the paint and a season high 39 free throw attempts. Uh, when you're not shooting the ball well from deep, is this kind of the blueprint of how you want to be playing offensively, putting a lot of pressure on the rim, and, and that can kind of offset some of the three-point shooting struggles? Somewhat. You know, we always want to be in attack mode and attacking the paint and the rim first, you know, and then playing paint to great basketball uh, when help comes. You know, we don't want to force uh, at the rim or on the perimeter. Uh, you know, I think the free throw attempts are, are more indicative of Indiana style of play. Uh, you know, they, they foul, um, you know, uh, they're one of the highest fouling teams in the league. So if you're aggressive, playing through their pressure and, and attacking the paint, um, you know, their, their bigs pick up a lot of fouls, you know. So um, I think it's more about their style of play, uh, you know, than what we're, we're doing. We're always going to try to attack the rim and make great reads when we get to the paint. All right, and last question, please. Hey, Frank, um, you said when – AD re-aggravated his injury in Denver. You know, first thing, we're going to win some ball games. 
this this win puts you guys just above 500, eight and seven without AD. Is that a number that you watch and that that's important to you and that you bring up with the group? No, I'm, I'm looking at it. We're we're starting uh, the second half of our season uh, tonight, so we're one and zero during that stretch. Um, you know, we we were not nobody was happy with how we finished going into the break. Um, yes, we had some difficult circumstances with uh, playing some hot teams and. Um, you know, losing a couple more starters in addition to uh, having having AD out, uh, you know, which set us back a little bit. Uh, we just got to play through that and, um, you know, put that stretch of it behind us. And, you know, we're still undermanned right now and, uh, and we're going to be for some time. So, um, you know, we just got to compete and win games right now. We're 1-0 in the second half. And, uh, you know, in a couple nights, we'll try to go 2-0. All right. That's uh, Lakers head coach Frank Vogel. I want to do this when we come back. A couple things here. First of all, I'm going to read off some of your tweets. If you want to be a part of the Pizza Hut Lakers postgame show, 877-710-ESPN. Um, Anthony Davis out minimum two more weeks. I want to spend some time on that. What is that going to mean for the Lakers over the next two weeks without Anthony Davis? Uh, plus, we'll hear from uh, KCP. Stay right here. This is the Pizza Hut Lakers postgame show on 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Points in the Paint all season long is sponsored by Vista Paint. Right now, local residents can take 40% off on factory direct high-quality Vista Paint products. A Vista Paint team member will show you how locally owned, manufactured, and operated since 1956. Vista Paint, Lakers over the Pacers, 105-100. to They also win the points in the paint battle, 54-50. to um, So... This is what we learned about Anthony Davis, and, and you heard Coach talk a little bit about it. We know for the next two weeks there's no Anthony Davis, minimum. So he's going to be reevaluated. John kept mentioning this uh, during the broadcast. What does that mean? It means at least the next nine games the Lakers will not have Anthony Davis. Okay, so the next nine games for the Lake Show, you got Golden State coming up on uh, Monday, then Minnesota, Charlotte, Atlanta. All of next week – it's not like you're playing the best teams in the NBA. You're really not. These are games that you should – I think the game against the Warriors could be a challenge just simply because you took – you beat them by 26 in the last matchup. Um, they'll probably be looking for some revenge. Steph Curry can go off on any game. But then you got three games here at home. Okay, after that, Phoenix we know is a problem, second place in the West. Pelicans up and down. Most of the time they're down. That game's on the road. Then you got Philly, then you got Cleveland, Orlando, and Milwaukee to close out the month. It's not like the matchups are really tough, but this is the question that you have without Anthony Davis. Who steps up? Somebody's got to step up for Anthony Davis. Uh, somebody's got to play the role that uh, Anthony Davis... You, you can never replace AD, but you got to have guys that, by committee, two, three, four guys that together... Um, make up the difference for Anthony Davis. Tonight it was Kuz. Kuz single-handedly tonight looked like Anthony Davis. Not literally, but if you look at his numbers, 24-13 and 13 is a regular, <laughs> regular day in the office for Anthony Davis. So that's what Kuz did tonight. The question's going to be in some of these other games without Anthony Davis, 
who's going to step up on a consistent basis. I don't think you could depend on Kuz every single night, but I will tell you if Kuz can get um, 17 a night, eight or nine rebounds, he's doing his job without Anthony Davis. If Montrez can have similar numbers, he's doing his job. And then you get, can you get one other guy? Can KCP get you 12 or 13 points? Can a couple other guys get some defensive stops, play some good defense? That combination might be, that might be the mix for the Lakers. That might literally be the mix to keep the Lakers head above water until uh, until he comes back. Uh, Larry the Laker says, not pleased. This team has too much talent, even without AD, uh, to need to rely on a fourth-quarter rally to beat Indiana. Um, I, you know, I mentioned this, and I know there's some Laker fans out there. You don't want to see them in a struggle against the Pacers. Uh, I'll tell you what, the reality, I take the win. Just, I, I really do think some of these games right now are just going to be tough. Um, don't forget, you know, losing Alex Caruso in the middle of the game. Mark Gasol. You know, I, I know there's a lot of Laker fans out there that haven't been crazy about Marc Gasol's play so far this season, but I'll tell you what, I'd rather have Gasol in there than not. I'd rather have that big body for 15, 20 minutes, some kind of a player that sits in the middle that um, makes it just difficult for other teams. I'd rather have that than not have it. Let's put it that way. Okay, let's take a, a quick listen here to KCP, Contavious Caldwell-Pope. Came up with a big steal for the Lakers right at the end of the game. Uh, here's KCP's thoughts on the Lakers' five-point win over the Pacers. Hey, Kenny, can you take us through that last possession, uh, what you were expecting Indy to do and, and uh, how you ended up being able to jump in the lane like that? Um, no, uh, before we uh, – they took the ball out. You know, uh, our game plan was to switch everything uh, before the ball was entered and then switch everything, win the ball, if, if the ball did get in. Uh, so and that was pretty much the game plan. I, I switched out on Sabonis. Uh, I started opening uh, to try to get the steal. Uh, so I tried to get uh, get in front of him and get the ball uh, pretty much. Breakdown. What did you see, I guess, zooming back to earlier in the fourth quarter, what did you see as the key to turning things around when you guys were down eight? Uh, just getting stops. Uh, we needed stops when they went on. Uh, they kept getting, going on their runs. Uh, we needed stops, more energy. Uh, also rebound the ball and get out in transition where we best at. Uh, and I think we did that like the last, I mean, that fourth quarter and like the last couple of minutes uh, to finish the game out. So you've now seen more of Kyle Kuzma than anybody else on the team going back a few years. Just wondered how you'd trace his development and what you've seen him, uh, where you've seen him grow this season. Uh, he's grown a lot, you know, um, just being more aggressive on the offensive end. He's crashing the glass uh, on the defensive end, when, which this is diff that was that's different. You know, getting a second chance is uh, just being in the right position to get them rebounds. You know, and he's just he's playing with great energy. You know, uh, and we need that from him. You know, he you know he's a scorer on this on this team, and we, we need that from him. All right, let's go to Dan Wiki. Hey, KCB. Um you guys are still down two starters. You're going to be down two starters for, I don't know, I guess, who knows how long, at least in a, a, a good stretch here probably. Um, how disruptive is that to, to what you guys are trying to do, and how much do you think some of the struggles offensively right now are related to the fact that you guys are just trying to figure out how to play with these different groups? Uh, I mean, it's a struggle, you know, but we, we professionals. You know, we uh, watch film a lot. You know, uh, we go in and work on what we need to work on just to get 
them uh, them lineups uh, ready uh, to play together. Um, but I feel like we, I mean, we're good. You know, we we, we do miss AD uh, and Mark. You know, them two guys is, is, is a big key to uh, to this organization. Uh, and you know, but as far as just us as that's out here now, you got to be ready to step up. You know, and pick up the slack. You know, Cruz stepped up tonight. You know, everybody uh, chipped in, uh, but we need that. All right, and we have time for one more with KCP. Let's go to Kyle Goon. Hey, KCP. Um, I saw you sprinting out the tunnel with, with Dennis when you guys were first coming out for warm-ups, and then you score the first basket. Um, you know, after, you know, you, you said, I think, that you, you were feeling some legs going into the break. Was it important to you to, to show signs of energy and life coming out of it? Uh, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I feel great. My legs feel great. Uh, the break was, was well needed for me. Um, yeah, I feel great. You know, I just wanted to come out, you know, show great energy. You know, I start the game out with great energy. You know, do what I do best, play defense, get out of the transition, uh, and run the floor. Uh, and I'm just, I'm just glad my legs are under, underneath me. And I'm, I'm healthy. All right, that's uh, KCP right there. Big steal for KCP. Uh, big steal there at the end of the game. Helped uh, lock up the – remember, it was only one possession, 103-100. Indiana had the ball. They called timeout. KCP gets a steal. Uh, hits two free throws, 105-100, the final score. Um, when we come back, let's uh, take a quick look at some of the different scores from around the NBA. Plus, um, next game for the Lakers this Monday against the Golden State Warriors. So we'll talk a little bit about that as well. Stay right here. Appreciate you guys tuning in. Hit me on Twitter, at Alan Sliwa. Call in if you uh, want to be a part of the Pizza at Lakers postgame show. Uh, stay right here. This is 710 ESPN. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right, we, we needed that one, Laker fans. Needed that one. 105-100, the final score. Lakers over the Pacers. I, I know we're just uh, it's just the first game of the second half of the season, but, man, don't you want to see the Lakers just get off to a good start? I, I think this one was big. I do want to go through uh, some of the scores around the NBA before we go to LeBron James. Um, Sixers, 127-101 uh, over the Wizards, but the uh, big question mark... Um, Embiid left the game with a leg injury, so we'll have to kind of wait and see what happens uh, on his health. So hopefully he's okay. But the uh, Sixers continue to win; they're playing some good basketball. Denver now twenty-two and fifteen. They take a they beat up on the Grizzlies, not beat up. They win by one, one hundred three to one hundred two. So if you look at the standings now after tonight's game, Jazz get another win. Got to keep pace. Jazz are twenty-eight and nine. Phoenix twenty-five and eleven. Lakers twenty-five and thirteen. So three and a half games behind the Jazz. Two and a half or one full game behind the Suns, and then uh, the Clippers just a half game in front of uh, in front of the Clippers. Okay, let's uh, take a quick listen to LBJ, LeBron James on the Lakers' five-point win over the Indiana Pacers. Hey, LeBron, uh, the fourth quarter tonight wasn't the first time that you found something in screen roll and, and you know kind of figured out a way to get good shots. What were you seeing in this particular case, those first six minutes of the fourth, when you guys flipped the lead around? Um, just reading the game properly, 
um, you know, putting the ball on time on target, getting my guys in, in position to be successful. And uh, my guys were special tonight. Trez, Kuz uh, was exceptional tonight, obviously a big time game from him. Uh, Dennis, KCP, everybody, you know, you know, that was in in that fourth quarter. We just, uh, you know, rest, you know, just big minutes. I mean, we needed on both ends and we got it. You've spoken about Kuz often uh, this year, last year too, but what are the biggest growth areas that you've noticed in these last couple of years? Uh, I mean, just said it's all about growth. I mean, um, you know, the game has just slowed down, you know, every year for him. Um, obviously, you know, I've been with him for the last three years. So uh, the game has just slowed down. And, um, you, know, he's, you know, he knows his role with this team and, uh, and he does it, uh, you know, to a high level. And tonight was another example of that. And LeBron, we got the update about AD and uh, being reevaluated another couple of weeks. So not sure about when Mark's going to come back. What are the keys with that front court and how does that impact and change the way that you guys have to play here? It's a collective group. Um, it's a collective effort in the front court. You know, starting with, uh, you know, DJ, Trez coming off the bench, Smooth, uh, myself, Kuz. Um, it's a collective group. And uh, we all have to you know, put our hard hats on in the absence of Mark and AD. And, uh, you know, and... And, uh, and just play, you know, play bigger than our size. So, you know, it's going to be a collective group for all of us. All right, let's go to Dave McMiniman, please. Well, Brian, there was uh, a lot of talk about how great the energy was at your first practice after the break. Uh, you spoke about how important the reset was for everyone. You fall down 12 to a Pacers team, a couple games under 500. What does it mean for this group to be able to have that comeback and take this first step forward? As you march towards the playoffs, just want to continue to get better. You know, it doesn't matter the record. Teams are going to play well. Um, teams are executing well against us, and it doesn't matter the record. Um, but it's just how we keep our composure. We did that in that third quarter after getting down, and, and then uh, we got down again in the third quarter, and then we kept our composure to the fourth and was able to take the lead. <clears throat> and Wiki. Hey, LeBron. Um, I don't know if you've seen online, but. Kyle Kuzma, how he how he described kind of the look that he shot you in the fourth quarter for the ball. Um, I don't want to say it, but uh, uh, he, he's he's a confident player, and, and and I think what what does it say about him that he's willing to like to to do less some nights and to on a night like tonight when the ball wasn't really falling for a lot of guys, you know, he's able to kind of channel that part of his game too. Um, well, I mean, tonight he had it going, and uh, and we continue to find a high hand. Uh, you know, I want to continue to get him the ball and he continued to make plays. And um, that's the growth. The growth of him is knowing that some games are going to be different. Um, you know, it's not going to be always high scoring nights, but, you know, he's still able to make an impact, especially on the glass, you know, with his energy and his effort. Um, but we need him to make shots. We need him to make shots, especially in the absence of AD. Um, and tonight was an example of that. All right, we're going to take two more. Let's go to Kyle Goon. Hey, LeBron, um, this win makes you guys eight and seven without AD over 500. Um, is that a number that you look at, that you watch, and, and what relationship does that uh, record have to your expectations to repeat as champions? Uh, no, I haven't even paid attention to our record without AD. Um, we just want to continue to work our Laker habits, uh, continue to play good basketball. And tonight we play good basketball, um, especially in that fourth quarter. Uh, we turn it on defensively, we turn it on offensively, and we want to continue that going into our next game. All right, and last question, let's go to Harrison Fagan. 
Hey, LeBron, Kuz uh, has gotten a lot of credit, but it looked like Trez really stepped up on both of the ends of the floor for you guys tonight. I was just curious, how much more comfortable are you seeing him get out there on, on defense and offense for you guys? And have you talked to him at all about needing to step up while AD is out in terms of his scoring or anything like that? I mean, some things are um, goes without saying. I mean, we all have to step up in AD's absence. You know, and Trez did that tonight both, on both ends, especially in that fourth quarter. You know, he... Uh, Stepped up big time offensively, and we needed that push. Uh, you know, we went a, you know, a few quarters where we didn't shoot the ball well. We weren't making shots, um, but we hang our heads on our defense. And then uh, Trez got it going in that fourth quarter. You know, so, uh, you know, it's big time. We got to realize that it's only like the game 37, Trez with us. Um, it's a brand new system. It's a brand new team. He's learning us. He played so many games, you know, with the, with the Clippers, and he kind of knew, you know, he knew the system in and out, you know, with those guys for years, so. Um, he's going. He's getting better and better every single game, and we're going to just continue to need his energy and effort on both ends of the floor. All right, that's LBJ right there. 105-100, the final score. You're listening to KSPN Los Angeles. Um, you know, what, one of the things I, I, I just pay attention to here is when I hear, and I'm going to read off this tweet, but when I hear LeBron talk about Montrezl, who's everybody's got to step up, I think this is how Laker fans feel a lot of the time. Um, this is from Quinto75 on Twitter. My only question is, why why can't Kuzma do this all the time? He can be such a valuable player and contributor to the squad. Um, I, I don't think he's built to, you know, his role on this Lakers team is not to be 24 and 13 a game. He's just not. He's not going to get that many looks if the entire team is healthy. Uh, he's the fifth best player on this team. But there's going to be opportunities. This is his window. Right now is his window. In the next two weeks, if... Him and Montrez and Dennis Schroeder, it's got to be three, four, five guys that are trying to fill in for Anthony Davis. This is a huge stretch for the Lakers because when AD does come back, okay, now we're going to start expecting to, okay, we're going to win these games. We're going to compete against the elite of the elite in the NBA. You should blow out the bad teams. You're starting to kind of prep for the postseason. But this two-week stretch, if, if AD misses the next nine games, ten games, whatever the case is, yeah, this is when you need every player to, uh, you know, certainly step up. Kuz made it happen tonight. Uh, so next game for the Lakers, they got the Warriors. So kind of interesting right now with the Warriors. They've lost four games in a row. They're 19-19 and 19 on the season. They're sitting at ninth place right out of the, uh, you know, top eight of the Western Conference, even though this year they're going to have the playing game. So really you just got to be in the top ten. They got a game coming up on Sunday against the Utah Jazz. So it's uh, the best team in the NBA, best record in the NBA. They're going to play the Jazz first, and then they got the Lakers after that on uh, on Monday. So uh, Lakers will be catching the Golden State Warriors on a back-to-back. Maybe that plays to the Lakers' advantage. We'll have to wait and see. Last game Lakers played, February 28th, they played Golden State. They won 107-91 or 117-91. They won by 26 so I think games like that, when you have that big of a blowout against a team, that the opposing team wants another shot at you, Golden State's going to get their chance uh, at the Chase Center up in San Francisco. So um, that's our next broadcast. Lakers taking on Steph Curry. Pre-game coverage, by the way, um, will start at 6 p.m. Tip-off is 7.30, so we got a couple of these 7.30 tip-offs uh, coming up here. Uh, appreciate you guys tuning in. Thank you for being a part of the show. 105-100, the final Pizza Hut Lakers postgame show on 710 ESPN.